Welcome to the Running From Diabetes Podcast. This is Kevin Kilograms, and I'm in my mobile studio today, off to see the doctor. Uh, Starting a new uh, back-in-the-game podcast. It's odd to say that because I've yo-yoed back and forth, but feeling like hell and sitting in bed, you know, bedridden with... um, complications from diabetes as well as other things has just pissed me off, you know, to a point where not feeling sorry for myself anymore. I'm just pissed. So although I've got major problems still uh, in store here or still happening, I I thought I would give an intro to the new and improved Kevin. We're going to come back at this with a with a vengeance. Long time ago, I thought about uh, something the doctor had once told me: um, that diabetes is the number one cause of heart attack, stroke, blindness. Um, I think there's two more: uh, non-accident amputation. And something else, but I'm not going to worry about it. And I, you know, that concerns everybody. You know, that those words, the number, you have the disease that, cause, that is the number one cause of all these things. Over smoking, you know, granted, smoking is a choice, diabetes is not, you know, but um, all these things. And I'm starting to feel these things, but um, a long time ago, you know, I, I thought about it, thought about it, and it scared the hell out of me, and you know, I was uh, pretty depressed at those words until I figured out something that the doctor was wrong. I figured out the cure for diabetes. Well, in a way around, yeah. Um, basically, the doctor was wrong because it isn't diabetes that's the number one cause of those maladies. Uncontrolled diabetes is the number one cause of those maladies. Controlled diabetes... You leave a normal. Uh, you can lead a normal and happy life. Um, you will probably exit this earth just a little bit sooner than most people. You know your life expectancy. Let's say I think is 86. You won't be 86. Maybe you'll be 80. But you can leave a, a long, healthy life. But you must control the diabetes. The problem I have is that controlling the diabetes sometimes is out of your hands. You know, it's based on a three-prong approach. It's medication, diet, and exercise. Those are the three. No matter what type of diabetes, you know, I have a, a more severe case than type 2. But no matter what you have. But sometimes, you know, I've been pumping, you know, four times the amount of insulin that I used to pump. And it's still not bringing my blood sugars down. So funny we're off to see the endocrinologist right now that's why I brought that up but uh, this week has been the first week in a month and a half that I felt better you know I still have like I said a bunch of maladies but I have felt better and so I'm going to capitalize on this um, and just keep fighting I will uh, after the endocrinology appointment I will um Catch up at the end. Well, 
after the doctor's appointment. Go figure. Looks like, um, <laughs> no answers, just more tests. More tests and more tests. Uh, some corrections, adding a lot of insulin. For some reason, my uh, insulin sensitivity, um, something that non-diabetics wouldn't recognize, um, one of the major reasons most people that are overweight become diabetic isn't because they're unable to make insulin. It's because the, the amount of fat tissue in their body precludes the rest of the body from absorbing and utilizing insulin in an appropriate manner. They call it insulin resistance. You're resistant to the insulin. So, you know, you get a bunch of sugar in your body. Your body responds by pumping insulin into your body, but your body doesn't utilize the insulin to utilize it. Insulin is a, a hormone that allows your body to utilize that sugar, that glucose, as energy. If it does, if you don't have the insulin, your body, you know, converts it all into glucose energy, but it never gets from the the blood into any cells. Ergo, high blood sugar. Um, for some reason, my insulin resistance has gone through the roof. You know, it's just getting higher and higher. And um, uh, many factors, uh, some of which, you know, as I, I do carry quite a bit of fat, um, which is bad for, you know, the, the diabetic that I am. You know, it's not just type 2. I... I don't make any insulin, so not only am I resistant, but I, I have to pump my own insulin in. And the only way to compensate for that, there are a few medications that alter that, but the, the one of them I take is metformin. It's a pretty common uh, pill. That seems to work somewhat, but uh, the rest of them don't seem to do anything for me. You know, the, um, Even the new state-of-the-art stuff like Genuvia, uh, we tried for a while and it didn't work. Um, so there's no sense in taking it if it's not going to work because the side effects, you know, most medications have side I've told most medications are probably all have side effects. And the trick is, is, uh, is the problem they're solving greater than the risk of the side effects? And, you know, obviously that's where the NSAIDs have their problems and, and stuff like that. Um, so we've just raised up the insulin, see if that knocks it down to a more comfortable figure. And uh, with a more comfortable figure, I will, you know, obviously feel better and uh, be able to uh, do other things to solve the resistance. Another problem is uh, resistance is uh, typically associated also with activity. And the sicker you feel, the higher your blood sugar is, the sicker you feel the less activity you get done. As a matter of fact, anytime it's over like 250, you're not supposed to be seriously active. And anytime it's over, say, 300, activity, you know, physical activity is a no-no because it can make it spike. So it's sort of a catch-22, you know, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Um, so maybe this extra insulin will allow for me to feel better, which will allow for more activity. Uh, I've been getting the act some activity in, but not nearly like I used to. Um, funny thing is, is most people can survive on like 30-minute walks a day, where I can get that in, but I can't. You know, I'm used to an eight-mile run. 
um, and I haven't run for a while. Uh, then labs, uh, we get the labs done and, you know, more tests and see where we stand. So tomorrow I have an appointment with a neurosurgeon, uh, a problem in my spine, my neck. I've got some herniated discs that are pushing on the spinal column, and hopefully it's just a matter of therapy and maybe a... I hate to say another pill because they, they, they gave me a, a steroid for a while, which reduces the inflammation, but it causes my blood sugars to go up. You know, it's, it's just no end, you know. So uh, maybe it's just a therapy, not surgery or some elaborate drug that causes all sorts of problems. Well, I'm heading home. I actually feel good today, other than the pain from the, the neck issue. You know, it's uh, causing a, a, a severe arm and shoulder pain. Uh, that doesn't seem to be solved from that, you know, that got me on a, allow me to take Vicodin when I need it, when the pain gets up there. So now it's just a, let's get home, see if I can get some, some work done, maybe a, clean up the house and whatnot and go for a walk, take the dog for a walk and see if I can uh, um, keep that sugar down for a little bit. We're starting from oh, that's the new thing. The long, uh, long. We're gonna start from scratch and reevaluating this blood sugar thing. You know, over the years, and it's been years. I mean, I've been diabetic well over 15 years, um, and it progressively gets worse. You know, it's just the nature of the disease. That's the problem with a lot of people being type two diabetic diagnosed with type 2 diabetes at a younger age, you know, if you're diagnosed at the age of 65 or 70, you don't have a lot of years to for it to progress to such a horrible state. You know, it's going to progress, but, you know, due to your age and stuff, you still have a, a de- you know, you can take care of it in its younger infantile stage. The problem with being diagnosed, some of the people are being diagnosed with type 2 at the age of like 30 and 35, 40 is that you've got 40 years to deal with this disease and you know and deal with it in its as it advances in its more complex forms at a higher age it's similar to you know people with type 1 you know where they're born you know they're pretty much predestined to be a diabetic at a young age because their body just stops uh, producing insulin problem with type 1s, or different than type 1s, is they typically don't have the insulin resistance from the get-go that a type 2 does. My problem is, is being a one and a half, is I started as a type 2, so I have all the problems of a type 2, and then my body stopped producing insulin for unknown reasons, so I am technically a type 1 now. I, I produce no insulin, but they don't call me a type 1, they call me a one and a half. So most stuff I'm written down as a type 2 because I have most of those problems as an insulin-dependent type 2. But uh, they're going to start from scratch, you know, so we're going to plug a bunch of insulin in and make adjustments like we don't know what's going on. Like when I first started this, uh, this, you know, over the years, we've, okay, adjust up a little bit here and, uh, you know, we know that this type of food does this, so we'll adjust up for that. And we know this type of exercise does this, so we'll adjust down for that. 
Um, now we're going to just scratch it all and, and start from scratch again. Here's a bunch of insulin. I want you to eat this way, and we'll make uh, adjustments based on eating this way. And then we'll make changes. Once we get that dialed in, we'll make changes as you add this or change that. But we have to start from a, just a baseline again. A uh, long process. But as long as I start to feel better, this will be a, it's well worth <laughs> Well, worth it. I have been sick for months, and this is just ungodly. You know, everybody's suffering. You know, financially we're suffering. Uh, my brother, because we work together, is suffering. You know, he he can only do half as much work as he you know intends to be out there. You know, so this is just uh, rough all around. I will catch you guys on the next episode.